0: Ha This is Marnie with Maxim and Marnie. Um, I am so lucky that I get to interview people and share their stories from my church community in Naperville. Um, And we have been rocking and rolling. And I've been really, really lucky because people have been excited to come on and share their story um, for this time. So we've been doing a few a week. So uh, we should be rocking them out uh, for a while here. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being excited to do that. Um, It's a really big honor, Max for those of you who are just tuning in, is a synonym for truth. And so we want to celebrate people's real, honest, true stories, um, and that makes our community closer together um, and be more respectful and honoring of each other and each other's stories. So today, I get to interview one of our brand new employees here at OSLC, is Kim Walker. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks. So I love, these are my favorite kind, because I don't know you. I met you two seconds ago when you walked into this room. So thank you for participating, Um, and I look forward to getting to know you. So where are you from?
1: So I am from Springfield, Illinois. That's where I grew up. Um, And then I moved to Champaign, where I went to school, the University of Illinois. So I'm a big Illini fan. Uh, Then I moved to New York City after that. What did you get your
0: degree in at U of I?
1: Um, so I got my degree in advertising, and I minored in film. So, nice.
0: Well, that's yeah. exciting. Yes. And so then what did you move to New York City for?
1: Um, well, I really wanted to do like public relations like in the film industry. That's what I was planning on doing. Um, and then I moved to New York because my best friend from high school um, went to college out there, and she needed a roommate. And so I was like, I'll move in with you. I'll look for a job. Um, so I was a nanny for quite a while while I looked for a job, you know, like a real job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I ended up getting that real job back in Chicago at a film company. And so so what was that film company? Um, it was out in Tinley Park. Um, it was, I I essentially did a lot of their like red carpet events. Um, I got to go to the Cannes Film Festival. Like in Europe. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Oh gosh, that feels like. Did a you meet George Clooney? Ago. Like, that's what Rain. I think of. Uh, Ryan Gosling was on my flight. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, it feels like so long ago. Like, that was just my first job. I was only there a year. Um, but, I mean, it was such a cool experience. I almost wish it had come later in life. I mean, it was my first job. So I just right. had no idea what I was really doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I went to South by Southwest, I went to Cannes. I, you know, it's just. It's a pretty intense industry, um, but it was it was a really cool experience. But it just in the end it didn't it wasn't for me. Um, so I ended up getting a job um, at an advertising agency, which I never really planned on working in advertising. But it just kind of fell in my lap, and I mean that's what my degree's in, so you'd think maybe I had kind of prepared for it. But I never planned on really working in advertising, but um, it just kind of happened that way. And so yeah, the last eight or nine years I've been working in advertising agencies. And what did you do there? So there I worked in media. So essentially what I would do um, would be like, you know, my clients would tell me who they're trying to reach and I would put together the audience profiles of, um, you know, how these people are consuming media, you know, based off, you know, their age or their gender or where they live, um, letting them know like what TV shows they should run in or what newspapers and what time of year um, and then we'd actually go in and buy the ad space, negotiate the cost, you know, Wait, put in sponsorship. I, what if
2: you got us a sponsor for Marnie's podcast? Um,
0: I What's was the an, I graduated in corporate communications. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did PR internship and then uh, was in radio, but then I was a media buyer. Oh, yeah. So we, but that's kind of, I feel like a thing that's come and gone. Cause I was like 15 years ago and we did like a all four zones in the Chicago mm-hmm. Tribune for a full page four color was like 25,000. Yeah. What was it like when you quit?
1: Um or what was that cost? For the Chicago like Tribune, yeah, it would be like over 20,000 for like one page so, if you did a full run.
0: Yeah, um, but that's interesting to me because that's what it was 15 mm-hmm. years ago. So they have not had to print. they have not been able to increase because no, of the print. lack of
1: hasn't changed a lot. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think TV buying has changed a lot. It's really digital that has been such a change in the industry. So,
0: digital, like you saying, I'm going to buy you an ad on Facebook.
1: Yeah, or I'm going to buy you or an I'm ad on Facebook, you. or um, I see that these people are coming to my website. I want to find more people like them to target with my digital ads. I mean, the amount of targeting you can do with digital advertising is pretty crazy. Tell
0: me an example of how scary it is.
1: Um, here's an example of how scary it is. So <laughs> I, I worked for a lot of hospital clients, and um, we could... We couldn't get the names, but we could get the data from Walgreens on the prescriptions people were buying and, like, their Walgreens ID and then, like, serve them an ad for a hospital based off a prescription they were buying.
0: Wait, how are you sending them that ad? Through, like, a printed coupon? Through, through through like, digitally. Like,
1: Like, through, like, Pandora or... (laughs) Um, so like literally you're
0: like, oh, I have your Walgreens information. I want you to go to Edwards Hospital. So yes. now I know that you use Pandora music.
1: Yes. Like Whole-ly I see that you bought. smokes. Yeah. Like yeah. I see that you bought um, <clears throat> like a prescription for a heart condition. I'm going to serve you a cardiac ad for Edwards Hospital because no. I know that you have. And you can't do it for every type of disease. There are um, like laws in place. Um, for certain types of diseases, it's really interesting what they consider like a private um, wow. disease versus something. Do you that's feel like, like this like crossed a line, or were you like, eh, "This makes my job real easy"? Uh, in healthcare, I worked for a lot of hospitals at my last agency, and it did feel it was. It's a lot more of a sticky situation when you're um, trying to target people with health conditions, um, but I also worked on like Jimmy John's and that was just super fun. I mean, everybody needs a sub, and it, that was a lot of right. fun. And but it, healthcare in particular was it was trickier.
0: Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. complicated. I don't yeah. feel like. That. Did you see the movie with Joseph Gordon Levitt where he played the guy? Who found all the stuff like in Hawaii and the underground and they could read all your emails. Snowden. Oh yeah. No. And Snowden's in I Russia. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Yeah. Like, it's about yeah. Edward Snowden, yeah. Okay. It's really good. I will.
1: I mean it is creepy. You know when people complain about getting like the same ads on Facebook because they look You for searched a on Google. Yes. That's what I did. <laughs> that's You're what like, I did. And
0: I'm the one who delivered that <laughs> right, to you.
1: That's me. <laughs> I mean, that's really weird. So you retired then? Yeah, so I um, you know, I was working in advertising. I recently had a, a baby, um, a little boy, Lincoln. And when I was on maternity leave, I actually saw the posting here at OS about needing a children's ministry coordinator. And so I got online and I read more about the position, and I was just like, this would be so great. Like I just immediately reacted to it. Um, I mean, advertising has been great for me and I've loved, I've loved working on campaigns and um, it's been a lot of fun, but it's just, it's super demanding. It's really long days. Um, and I was just looking for a change. Um, and I was just like, this would be great. Like what's more important than children's ministry? Like I really value that in my own life. I really grew up in the church. Um, the, in
0: Springfield, what kind of mm-hmm. church did you go to?
1: So I went to a Lutheran church. Um, it was the Missouri Senate, so it was a little different. Um, but I also went to a Lutheran grade school all the way through high school. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So I basically graduated with 40 kids that I'd gone to school with since preschool. So it's a very unique experience. Yeah, very close. Very, very, tight close, knit. very yeah. tight-knit. Very very tight-knit, very small. Like when I you know, moved out of Springfield, hearing people talk about, like, high school football games and, like, these big graduations, you know, we didn't have a football team, like, we didn't have, it was just a very unique experience. What would you
0: say, like, there you're pointing out what you feel like you missed out on, but what Mm -hmm. did you think you gained from that experience?
1: I mean, what, I think what I gained, you know, being able to, study God's word for 18 years every day and have it be this dedicated piece of your daily life and um, you know being surrounded with friends and families that also have the same belief system I mean it was so impactful I think especially in those early years because now you know like when I see other you know people are you know struggling with certain things or like not understanding pieces of their faith I'm like I don't feel like I have those same struggles because I have such a strong foundation and, um, like understanding of the Bible. Cause I spent so many years, um, like just studying it, you know, is that's amazing. Yeah. And so I really valued that. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely things I feel like I missed out on too, but, um, yeah, the pros offset the cons.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And who was in your house? Who did you grow up with?
1: Um, so my parents, um, they both worked in government um, in Springfield, different realms of government. My dad also taught film um, in college oh, for so college students. Kind so that was kind of, interesting to you, yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely part of our family dynamic. We did a lot of.
0: So your parents were voted
1: elected people. No, my mom was an auditor for the comptroller and the attorney general. Um, my dad worked on like various campaigns for um, like governors and. Um, he worked for like the municipal league, representing different like county government.
2: Hold on, groups. now I gotta ask. So, did your dad make any of like those TV commercials against <laughs> opponents? No. Like- This guy. Did you know he did this? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Look at his dirty garbage. garbage My dad dad would be a great person for a podcast because he has the most (laughs) crazy stories. But um, no, he did like, you know, like door to door, like grassroots.
0: Yeah, like I feel like that shows them such a um, optimistic positive servant a uh, way to live and go about the world your parents
1: yeah. i know i mean they had super interesting careers in government and like there were times when they were both working for like opposite candidates in races and they would literally have to pretend like they did not know each other i mean it's just really out in funny. public yeah and
0: then what was the <laughs> dinner table like
1: um you know i don't like i don't remember my parents w- would say like they Like they had me and my sister around campaigns because they'd never knew if both of them would be employed because if, you know, you were working for someone that then lost, you'd be out of a job. So like that happened, you know, when we were growing up and I never like sensed any... Like stress, which I feel like is a real testament to their <laughs> to their, you know, characters and how they handled situations, because I think there were a lot of stressful times. Being and so they weren't
0: picking like, the people that they were campaigning for necessarily based on what they voted for. They were saying like, OK, well, you go with this person. I'll go with this person because one of us has got to have a job. Or no?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was some of that, and just like you know, who you were working for at the time. Then if they weren't reelected, then you know you would, when the new person would take office, a lot of times they would let go of the staff of the previous person, and so it was a lot of that,
0: oh. right? Because I've heard about like D.C. being this really unique place to live because every four years alternating every two years Mm -hmm. literally there's a mass exodus and then brand new people take over the city so springfield i guess i never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. but it is a little
1: bit yeah state government's the same way Mm -hmm. right so a bunch of
0: people move down there or what they
1: or already live
0: there or yeah or move or just one of the people that's serving moves down there but their families stay where they're from because it's the same state there's a lot of flying and traveling I'm
1: sure yeah
0: to and from right yeah yeah but it wasn't like you got new people at your school no where you were like oh here are the new kids no it wasn't like that
1: no I mean honestly a lot of my friends parents didn't work in government okay so So the people
0: that were coming in weren't going to your school
1: no yeah that I know of (laughs)
0: yeah so you mentioned a sister so was it just the two of you Mm -hmm. so one older
1: sister Laura she's three years older than me. Uh, she's a dietitian.
0: And where does mm-hmm. she live?
1: She lives up by Crystal Lake. Okay. So yeah. not
0: far from me, but not in oh, Springfield. No. So you both moved out.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: And you would say you're close, yeah, similar in personality?
1: Uh, you know, we're not super similar in personality, but we're very close. Uh, she's definitely my best friend. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah, I have three girls. I hope they're
0: best yeah. friends for forever and ever. Yeah. Um, and so has great. faith um, impacted her that
1: foundation the same way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my sister, um, yeah, super different in personality, but, you know, she she was diagnosed um, with MS when we were young, when she was 18. Um, and so, you know, and since then, they've figured out it's not exactly MS. It's something similar, um, but it's a little bit more rare, but it's kind of a similar neurological condition. But, um, yeah, I mean, she's just, she's had, you know, a lot of issues with her health, and it's been such a challenge for her. And, um She's just the most positive person, and, you know, she's just got such a great outlook on life, even though, like, times haven't always been super easy for her, and feel like that's just such a... She's such a role model in that way. So, um, if you could tell me or describe what is her life like?
0: Is she um, in a wheelchair? Does she have crutches? No, she, she... You
1: know, she is in good health. She's actually pregnant. So we're super oh. excited. And that's not <laughs> so, like a
0: risky thing or.
1: You know, we're hoping not. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, she's due in March and. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're definitely praying for her and, you know, for a good pregnancy. And so
0: she's totally able bodied and she takes is, medicine. Yeah, she, you
1: know, sometimes she does have like attacks and mm. things like that. Um, but fortunately she's always been able to recover and, yeah, she's been doing really well. So Is, is Lincoln a March baby? He's April. April. Okay. So they'll be 11 months apart. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, yeah really excited. So how you're a new... Oh, wait,
0: so I want to back up before your baby story. So tell me about meeting your partner in life.
1: So my husband's Dustin, and we met eight years ago... Online, which back then I feel like was a little, little more uh, rare. Right. Like
2: okay, okay,
1: taboo. Yeah, a little, okay. taboo, yeah. little blue. Stories. I think I've shared
2: it on here. Now more people um, get married, uh, have met online than anywhere else.
1: Yeah. So I yeah. know. See, it's not taboo. It's like way more common, and there's all these apps and stuff. Like this was before the apps, so it's a little. So a little you stranger. were out of college. I was out of college. I had just moved up here after New York, mm-hmm. um, and it was. So you were hanging boring, out with so Ryan Gosling
0: on the airplane. Was
1: hanging out with Ryan Gosling. Um, he ordered ginger ale. Yeah, I think he was already married. Otherwise, oh. this story would be very no. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> um, yeah. So it's so funny. It actually is a funny story. So I made the online profile. You get a ton of messages, mostly from weirdos, and his was like the first normal message. So it's like, all right. We met. We went out. I deleted the profile, and we got married. <laughs> so the How only long date did I you date? On. We dated for maybe three years. Oh, then, so a really long time. Yeah, a lo- long time. But it's just funny because my yeah. friends are like, "Oh, I've been on a you know hundred dates, yeah. and it's just you know," and they hate the apps and they delete them and they can't find yeah. them. Like, I just went on one date and I just deleted it and called it a day. That's so really great. Yeah. And
0: so, yeah. where did he grow up?
1: He's from the Cleveland area in Ohio. So.
0: And, but he was in Chicago with work.
1: Yeah, he had just moved to Chicago. He had been transferred, and he didn't really know anybody. I didn't know a lot of people either, and so, yeah. Yeah, fun. And did yeah. he
0: grow up in the same kind of faith tradition as you?
1: Not exactly. He, um, he has like more of a Catholic background.
0: But faith was yeah. important to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is he And so then how did you guys find um, our saviors for your family?
1: So, you know, we went to a few different churches, and I moved downtown for work, and so we've kind of moved around, and then we ended up buying a house in Bolingbrook, and so we started coming to Our Saviors, I'd say like a couple years ago, just not regularly, Mm -hmm. and then... Um, Probably, like, half a year ago, we became members. Um, But I, yeah, like, I, you know, grew up in the Lutheran Church, and I knew I wanted to stay in in that denomination, but um, I really loved this church in particular. It's just so welcoming, and I just, um, I mean, I I really valued growing up in the Missouri Senate and having um, that background, but some of the things I really love about the evangelical church is just, how welcoming, you know, that like anybody can take communion and anybody can be baptized. And it's, it's a little less, um, I don't know, stri- strict on mm-hmm, some of those mm-hmm, things. And I really mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. You know, just- what else, when you
0: talk about like how strong your foundation was in the Bible and how much you studied as a young person, have there other been other things that have shifted or other things that you went like, I believe that then. And I, and I believe it, but now I believe this, or, or I have, grown or changed or your faith has evolved through time
1: um yeah I mean I I wouldn't say there's been a ton of changes per se but I think that the the more like I said like welcoming and just I don't want to say that the Missouri Senate's like strict but like I remember in high school them like not letting us have a Halloween party and it's stuff like that that I've always been like I don't know. I don't think that that I don't think that's what God really is going to care about at the end of the day whether you had a Halloween party or not. Or we, we have, or have a that. Greek
2: a Greek word for that and it's called adiaphora which means like the the things that we divide ourselves and argue about spend so much of our oxygen just wasted on that God doesn't even care about. Yes, yeah. So.
1: Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. I think the thing that's I, for them the
2: they think yes this does matter. They like yeah. this is spiritual warfare. You can't support Halloween. And it's yeah. Yeah. For them it's, it's important.
1: But for others it's, it's, it's like, me, okay, it's we're, not. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm gonna have my son dress up as a
0: Spider-Man and it's gonna be great.
1: Right. <laughs> so it's yeah, things like that that I've changed over the years.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I think even like Pastor Brian's saying, even sometimes we can get divided over worship styles, which I think is unique about OSLC because I think I'm really good friends with people who prefer other worship styles that mm. are at the main campus or at different times mm. in different services. And I just think, but how great to still be in community with one another. Recognizing preferences are not a divisive thing, just a preference. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. What is your favorite thing about your worship?
1: Um, so, I mean, I just, I love that it's casual and laid back and yeah, just super welcoming. You know, like you just feel like people want you there, and they're happy that you're there, and there's just no judgment. Really. Well, that's really
0: great. Yeah. Um, now I'm just curious because I feel like I was super intentional when my husband and I were church shopping. I hate to say that word. I don't know if it's a bad connotation, but when we were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but how did you make the move to be like we're going to become members? Because I feel like. I don't know. I just feel like that could be an intimidating thing to be like, I don't know if I really wanna be a member. I yeah. don't know. That seems daunting to me if you hadn't been a member.
1: Well, I honestly I think it was Lincoln. It was sure. It was when I was pregnant and I really knew like I wanted him to have, you know, that type of community and feeling part of it, you know, and really like solidifying that for him and I was planning on having him baptized here so I just really wanted to Make it official before you he got here. Yeah, so I love I think that. think that was really the the driving force,
0: right? Beginning yeah. your family, starting and growing here together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then you've been working here for how long? This is week three. Week three, <laughs> yes. not even a month. And the, how's well, it going? By the time this
2: comes out, it's going to be like oh, you, you, I'm using here A month and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but
0: that's still true. very new.
1: Currently, three three weeks.
0: Yeah. yeah, and how's it going? It's
1: going great. Yeah, yeah, I love it so far.
0: Cuz even when I got your email, I'm like, oh, this is so weird. I've never met you before and now I'm just totally corresponding back and forth about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all I know. The but logistics. then I was, uh, you know, since your daughters are teaching Sunday school, then I was talking to you about that and yeah, so I've already feel like I've gotten to know a lot of people. Good.
0: Yeah. Good. But you said that you probably will be more at the main campus. You won't be down here for celebration during the Sunday school time?
1: No, I I will be. Um, Chrissy and I are kind of trying to figure that out, how we can divide and conquer, because I do think that a presence would, you know, having more of a presence down here would be great, because there's so many kiddos coming for our Sunday school at 10 a.m. So, um, yeah, I would love to be down here more for that. But I usually am going back and forth or in the classrooms. And yeah, so I'm around. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's really great. I yeah. love it. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Um, so, were you? Did you ever fall in love when you were at U of I? Uh,
1: I did. That's where I had like my first serious boyfriend. Did you date mm-hmm. in high school? Not really. Yeah, cause going it back was to the, the same like, boys. Same yeah. Yeah. boys since preschool. I they like, were more like had a date to a dance or anything like that. But you guys did
0: have dances.
1: We did. Yeah. We didn't have a homecoming because we didn't have a football team. Sure. Um, can
2: I just say, when I hear yeah. a dance at your school, all I can think is like the principal or somebody
0: saying, save some room for the Holy Spirit <laughs> exactly. if you got too close.
1: Exactly. You're yeah. Probably well guarded. Like
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was, I had an eighth grade dance and my dad chaperoned it and I was dating this boy. I don't even think I liked him. I just like this other girl was like, you should date him. I was like, okay. And he put his hands on my butt. And my dad was there and I didn't know that my dad saw it and then cut to us at dinner like that next week. And he was like, well, I saw that boy's hands (laughs) on your butt. And I was like... Oh, my gosh, Dad. I was so mortified, really, which isn't really me, but I was like, I just had no idea that you witnessed the whole thing. (laughs) And he didn't do anything. So I was like, oh, that was pretty cool of you, Dad, Like, to not
2: walk up and be like, hey, dude. what, What was that kid's name? I don't know if I should say oh, Gabe no, no. Pena. Well, make up a fake name <laughs> real, real quick. Happened. Just said it. What, what's his fake name? Gabe, what, no Gabe, real name. Do you remember how like Gabe was like missing
0: from school? <laughs> 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 no, he wasn't. You <laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> definitely not that Again.
1: Yeah, it was very risque. Yeah,
0: but yeah, no yeah. room for the Holy Spirit.
1: <laughs> My parents never chaperoned to dance, so at least I had that. But
2: so, tell us about dating in college.
1: Dating college was so much fun. What a great time. Were you like, larger. holy
0: world. Right?
1: Um, I mean, I'd like to think I wasn't, but I probably was. I mean, it was, to go from graduating with 40 kids to going to I Champagne, Enormous. a huge school. Enormous. <laughs> yeah. Like 40,000? 40, 40,000. Um, Do they have a football team? <laughs> they do. Dave Sorry. Hammond's nah, going yeah, to elbow him later. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> but actually, it's funny you mention that because I also got accepted to Bradley and I oh. went to visit and one of my questions was, was like, where's the football field? And they were like, we don't have a football team. And I'm like, I can't do it again. I, wanted, I can't it was do it again. So Isn't that where me. Ben Linflat is?
0: I don't know. where I he's think at.
1: he's at Bradley. I yeah. didn't know that
0: they didn't have a football team.
1: They don't, and not that huh. U of I's is great, but the fact that they had that one. that experience, like, that huge Saturday party, yes. the, yes. the festivity, all the festivities. I don't know anything about
0: sports, but I really enjoy like the event of it all.
1: Me too. Yes, I, I don't even like football, but it was really important to me, and I, and I get going it. Going to a Big Ten school was so fun. And I get it. Yeah, I mean, just. Sue, so were you in it, Greek? I wasn't. I wasn't in. So Greek. So what helped you
0: like have a group of friends like the dorm girls that you were with?
1: Yeah, so actually, the I was randomly assigned to roommates freshman right. year in the dorm, and um, one of the girls I was assigned to, Sandy, she's my best friend. We lived together all four uh, years. I love that. She went to a big high school up here, and she knew a ton of how to people. navigate. Yeah, yeah and kind of friends. helped you. Yeah, so loop that in. was definitely. So was that the
0: first time you drank?
1: In college? Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, same for me. Summer before college was the first time I drank. I I never drank in high school. I my parents,
1: like, you had it so easy. My sister and I caused no problems. We were good kids.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I was scared of it. Oh, so let me tell you something scandalous. So my best friend, they live up in, should I make up the city? Because this just happened. I don't know. Okay, they just they live up in Park Ridge. And Friday night, they were at the Maine South football game. And I'll quit saying names now. And my friend's husband went to a guy's house that was right near the stadium. And he's like, hey, let's go have a beer real quick. And then we'll go back to the game. Okay, great. And they go over there. And a bunch of the sophomore boys that are done with the football game are all drinking beers with their dads. That's not shocking to you? That's shocking to me. I'm, I'm collecting not- my stuff. You don't feel, I feel like that's shocking. I, like, I literally had to sit down with my husband because my husband for sure drank in high school. And so we were talking about it and I was like, I would never be okay with this. Like I would never, I'm not saying I would condemn my kid for experimenting or trying because I think developmentally it's appropriate. And I don't think we should shame and make a kid think like it's the worst thing in the whole world when lots of human beings do that and mm-hmm. they end up as great human beings. Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't be like, Cheers.
2: So here's my question. Like, I'm not, I'm not approving or condoning. Like, uh, okay, So
0: Switzerland of you. I
2: have to be. But you, you had Cameron, who's a high schooler on here, who told you that she has friends who drink. She doesn't, but she has friends who do. Would you rather your girls be in a safe... You're not condoning it. Or a, a high schooler be in a safe environment where a parent... Like isn't getting them. Li- I don't know. Like I, I no. I'm trying to at least play the game fairly here. To be yeah. like, is that, Kim. Kim.
1: You know, I. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> this the is pastor. A tough one for me. I remember grow- when I was in high school and things. My mom saying, you know, if if there's a situation that has gone awry, and you know you're drunk or someone else is drunk or it's just a bad situation. Call me. I won't Mm -hmm. be mad. I just want you to be safe. and And I feel like that's what I will lean towards, like, with Lincoln and things. Um, But, yeah, to my knowledge, like, parents weren't drinking with their kids, but maybe I just wasn't at those parties. I don't know. In that group. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe I just wasn't in that group. But another thing is, like, my parents knew everyone in my class and their parents and the names of their pets I mean it was like such a small group of people a real village
0: of raising everybody together
1: and I feel like I you know schools are so much bigger up here and I I think that might be different like for Lincoln and it'll be interesting to see you know I probably won't know everyone he's you know it's just going to be different
0: right because you um picture yourselves staying here in this community yeah, I think so. Okay, I like that because I don't like it when people move. <laughs> i got to stay on
2: this, morning though. Okay, go. The, the opposite is sneaking behind your back and, and doing something. Well, like, you see where I I'm going think with that? Okay, That's I th- why I'm trying to like find a balance. I'm
0: hearing your argument, but this is what I would say. I think knowing your audience and being a peer and you guys are experimenting together, I don't think it's ideal, but I think that it's developmentally appropriate. I think me saying, here you go, bottoms up. I don't think that's appropriate. My, my biggest issue it's is illegal. you are not your
2: you are not your child's friend. You yes. you are their parent. So I completely agree, but if you know that they are going to the opposite is they are going to go out and make a mistake. They're going to go and cross lines. You're I mean like you're not okay with that, but that's what you're going to possibly have. I think
0: that we are so afraid right now Parents of our kids making mistakes. And I think that that has to happen for them to be human beings and learn things. Right. And Actually, so I'll, it's I'll hard back up on that. and it's scary. And I'm not saying I'm like, woohoo, watch you doing a bad thing. But I think I have to let her do it. I say her because I have three girls. You have a boy. But
1: yeah. yeah. I think there's a difference too in girls and boys because I feel like my husband got away with a lot. He did a lot more in high school than I, agree. If I had done. It just you know, it's just different and I feel like part of the I agree. I don't know.
2: Well, and the things I constantly say to high schoolers who have found themselves in trouble is like pump the brakes a little bit. Like you have so much time that, you know, like you're trying to have the best high school experience and like you don't even know what's what college is going to bring or afterwards. That like don't waste all these moments. You know, like don't go crazy here. You'll have those later mm-hmm. on, yeah. And so I, I understand what you're saying, Marnie. This is like our first, like tense. Kind oh, of I don't think like it's
0: tense. I think it's interesting because I don't think there's a clear blueprint, right? Like I yeah. wish we knew the right been or the wrong. High
2: schoolers, though, too.
0: Oh, I love high schoolers. And for me you to talk to that th- that's what I doing, wouldn't have Marnie. a group of my small group over and say, "Let's have beers."
2: I'm not encouraging that. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I'm I saying. Just, that my work with high schoolers, this church and other churches, is, is they are doing that. They are experimenting with I alcohol. would say some. And so how do and you do it in a safe... And I would say also
0: to give them the freedom of we don't have to do it in this safe space... Absolutely. ...is a great freedom for them. Yeah, because I think to give them the out. Because I think sometimes you feel like you have to. Because no, that's what a lot of people are agree. doing.
2: And again, the three of us here collectively said we did not until right, we drink were in college. Ice, right, I
0: didn't drink till college.
2: Completely, completely agree. However, I I do feel like if yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win this or change your mind on it. But I, I something tells oh, me and I something tells me that a lot of um some of our current listeners or that their kids um have found themselves probably safer because there has been someone older just watching over them.
0: Well, and I feel like the person I co-mentor with my small Brian, he's always great about being like, hey, you guys, I'm here. Something right. goes wrong, call me. I'm picking you up. Completely I'm dropping agree. you home. I'm not talking about it. I'm not doing anything. Like I feel like he's so good about saying that. I'm just saying I don't think that environment has to happen with me there. Probably, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, my, my thing is, and I've not had it here my last church, though, the toughest conversations are getting a phone call because they know they're not, they, they've been arrested or they're not safe. And I'm like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm getting you home, and we're going to talk to your parents about it. Because I just feel like to hide it, to have these experiences and just completely hide it from your parents— that's where I also think it's wrong because they need to guide you, teach you, parent you. Well, to secrets
0: are shameful. I feel like right, like to be well, but I've also about it. Well, but I've also seen young
2: people deal with alcoholism, and, right. and and so so I don't want it to become that negative thing. I can never share with my parents that I did that. That's all.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
2: that's like the opposite. But that's why I'm playing the game with you. No, I'm I like d- it. This is now.
1: why I'm glad Stephanie's got the. Old- i <laughs> the older, yeah. I've got the little, little kids, so.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, By Stephanie, the, way, speaking the of which, youth
0: group leader. Yeah, I yes. love it. I think this. it's good. Like, it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not, that's, I think, the thing about parenting, right? Or even, like, leading in a youth, like, there's not, like, a, we'll do this and it's all going to work out for all the kids. Right. It's like, mm, I don't know, we're going to love
1: you. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Guess who's That's gonna join you, uh, Children's Ministries this week? Who? Wesley. He turns three, so he uh, can finally hey. go to oh, Sunday school. I hope
0: you didn't know this, but like Ellie and Katie have allowed lots of the other kids to come prior to that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Ray's like been going forever because she knows them. She'll, she'll go like, "I'll go to Katie. I'll no. go to Ellie." <laughs> yeah, and no
2: offense to the nursery, it's just not his thing. So. <laughs> yeah, he
0: should have been going. Oh, yeah, you could have sent exciting. him He's down ready. there with the girls. So, yeah, so, they would. So. Oh, well then yay! Yay yeah. for that. That's super fun. Um, I was thinking about when he was saying that. Did you ever smoke?
1: No, I've never smoked.
0: So never even tried it.
1: Maybe like once in college, but not. Yeah, not not even to to really even
0: remembering it. Yeah. mm -hmm. My parents hated smoking, but thinking about the like in their presence, they knew that I kind of smoked socially in college. Mm -hmm. But one time we were out for my brother's birthday and we were sitting and it was where you could still smoke inside. And Mm -hmm. my brother, they left, my parents left. And my brother said, Do you want to have a cigarette with me? And I said, Oh, sure, I'll have a smoke. And my dad forgot his phone. And I was exhaling the cigarette and my dad walked up and he just looked at me and he grabbed the phone and he walked away. And I was literally like, I'm a horrible (laughs) person. But to the same fact of like, I would never have done that in front of him. Right. Ever. I wouldn't. I like, I knew it was like the worst thing for him to see his little girl doing that. Like. Yeah, I just think there's a difference in like sharing things with your parents and then just showing them. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, what else can we talk about? You. You have a really sweet sister. Your parents are still alive in Springfield.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the, the same church. They go to uh, a different Lutheran church. They kind of moved right outside of Springfield, um, so they they're going to a church that's closer to them now. But we went to the same church for my entire life up until the last couple of years they've switched
0: but they have dear friends down there they do and do you have yeah. other family down there
1: um my grandmas both live kind of in that area too. and they're still alive yeah
0: that's really amazing right I think that's super special all my kids got to meet my grandparents which I think is
1: yeah that's so nice but I mean other than that I mean, none of my friends lived stayed in Springfield everybody Hill, so left everybody left
0: everybody mm-hmm. left
1: because yeah. it's a smaller area it and jobs area. and all the things yeah well, yes. super awesome.
0: Um, how many babies do you think you're going to have?
1: Um, well, I'm good with the one right now, but I, don't, I hope I have like three or four. Oh, four? Yeah.
0: Five? Five? I don't think
1: five. Six? five do we hear six? Feels, five feels like a lot.
0: Okay. We just interviewed a mom of seven that goes yeah. to our oh, church, okay. um, Mrs. Hay. So I'm just saying that's out there and it's available to you. I don't
1: know if I can handle that much yeah. energy. Were,
0: were
2: you surprised that you had a boy? Did you know beforehand?
1: I really thought it was going to be a girl, and then we found out when I was like four or five months pregnant okay. that it was a boy. I was really surprised. I thought it was going to be a girl. I just felt that way. I was, like, really sick at the beginning, and they Ugh, say that, like, sometimes listen, girls I do do but nope, it's a boy.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope great. you have a lot more babies. Is he easy? I hope
1: so. He He's super easy, happy, fun, until the night comes, mm-hmm. and then he is up a lot in the night. I really thought How by old six is he? months- He's six months this week. Thought that that might be better, but
0: mm. he did healthy sleep healthy child um, book, I swore by it. Yeah, so yeah. put him to bed and say good night. I love you. You are safe and you are warm and you are fed. I love you. It's two bad nights oh and God. then you'll and be good. You, and we're doing business.
2: that right now. I'm telling yeah. you, two nights. Yeah.
0: It works. I'm telling you, vacuum two nights. Uh, so, so like literally impossible. from the time you put
2: him down, um, and like Gia, Gia was backed up. So like the last two nights we've reverted and we're giving her food, uh, but she's now caught back up. So tonight. If she wakes up, she cries until until 6 a.m., then we'll give her food. But other than that, she'll cry herself back to sleep, and yeah. we get to sleep.
0: Because if you don't do it now, oh I'm telling gosh. you, it, does, it gets harder and harder at 2, at 3. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away. And they're not
1: starving.
2: Like,
0: they're yeah. they're good.
1: No, I know he's not starving. Mm. But. Look at us putting and them like, on the full they, court Don't they even press. say, Marnie, they're <laughs> like,
2: no child has ever died from crying.
0: Yeah, well, my pediatrician for sure was like, well, I'm like, what if they throw up? She's like, well, she'll be all right. Just wait the two hours and then go back in after the nap and I'm telling you you, two days
1: like sat and listened to the I didn't
0: I vacuumed for my first kid my second kid I think it was only 45 minutes and then I think Natalie it was like I did the two hours break two hour nap and I think she cried for both two hours and then the next day she slept the full two hours with me just saying good night I love you slept for two hours cried the second section and then the third day slept both went down no problems I'm telling you it's a rough couple days and but it's not a lot not a lot of time for a big payoff in the and, end and yeah. it's
2: such a weird theory where it's more sleep during the day equals more sleep at night sleep mm-hmm. and, against sleep right and I'm just letting you know oh man when it works it works it really works but I swear I, by I'm, all I'm three of sucker. my kids I'm a I'm sucker f- so like I hate it when the crying I happens for more than 30 happen, minutes yeah. and and I'm letting you know like when, when Gia gets the Loudest and crying. That's when she's about to fall back asleep. And so, like, you give it ten more minutes, she's out.
1: I need to toughen up. I just like listen. You do what you want. You do you. Yeah. You do what
0: you want. My cousin, I think, slept with her kids, and they're happy and content. So who knows? Do whatever you want. But I didn't want to sleep
1: with my kids.
0: I don't. You did. I did not want want to sleep with my kids.
1: I thought at this point he'd be in his own room, and nope, still right next to me. Just crying at night hanging out so yeah it's so w- yeah
0: that would be my my it, i would get that i would look at that book and just i would swear by it i would swear. my
2: thing was by it. It, it all depends on like we we love our pediatrician like he uses language that just deal well with us and tell us kind of put us in our place mm-hmm. and our pediatrician who has children our age too and he's like um Look, the American pediatricians—they'll say your child should be in your room for 12 months. He goes, I get it, five weeks, and they're out. And so we're like, we're gonna do what Dr. DeVito does. And so five weeks, Gia moved out because like I was waking up to everything, and so was Mandy. And then so like we we follow him on his stages, and he's like, let him cry. And so Marnie's like, vacuum. Just vacuum <laughs> and, and Cause go Because you don't
0: want to listen to it. Oh, yeah.
1: I hate listening yeah. to it.
2: I know. I don't like you, listening you to a listen crying You can listen to podcasts I, during that time. I
1: should because literally, like, Dustin and I all alternate nights sometimes yep. so that I can, like, sleep in the basement or he can and so that, you know, so that only one person's waking up all night. And literally from the basement, if he cries, I hear it. Like, Dustin doesn't, but <laughs> I, I'm i like, I can hear it. Like, it yeah. matter where. You're a mama. mama. Yeah. And I'm up there. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you guys do you. You know what is you best do for you. your family. Although
0: I do remember Janelle Camp. She has three kids here at church. Mm-hmm. And her she had her third. And he was in a pack and play in the basement. <laughs> so he wouldn't wake up with anybody else. And somebody was like, should we have one more? She's like, I can't because it'll end up in the garage. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> nowhere else to hide you. them. Yeah. I was yeah. like... Right, because then if they cry, I, everybody would wake up. I yeah. used to
2: judge parents, like whether it's at restaurants or places. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's how you're keeping sanity? You, yep. getting, you keep your phone <laughs> out, you do whatever you need to yep. do. I it's do so not true. judge anymore. I yes. think
0: the more, like the longer you parent, the more that you're like, yep.
2: Or come here yeah, to celebration sometime yeah. when, when Sunday school's not in and watch yeah, some when some of these kids
0: not in. when some of
2: these kids cause we'll have like 30, 40 yeah. kids here for a children's sermon and then like they don't have Sunday school to go to during the summer. And so what you know, these kids will like, I'm gonna scoot on my butt all the way up while you're preaching sermon. And like I just I can roll with it now and I don't care because I'm happy mm-hmm. that family's here. A hundred percent. They're here. A hundred percent. They're trying. They're here. I I love it. Do you
0: have any dreams or goals for the children's ministry since you're working in that?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, what's great is everybody's so open to new ideas and trying things out, which is great. Um, You know, I'm new at this, so I'm definitely learning from everybody too, but... Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the program grow and get some new kids and, you know, we're getting new involvement from different people, you know, in the congregation, which is great. So yes. I, just, I just hope it continues to grow and, um, you know, I'm hoping that my advertising background can help promote, you know, what we're doing here because I think that's a big piece of it. You Absolutely.
2: Know? She's... So. she's uh taking all your data in and she knows (laughs) specifically how to reach it
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) well awesome well do you have any other questions I think we've really gotten to know you this is great yeah thanks for your time welcome welcome to our saviors I I hope to meet your
1: hubby and your cute Lincoln I'm sure you will I bring Lincoln with me to work on Wednesdays so okay (laughs) awesome (laughs) awesome well thanks for
0: coming thank you thanks guys Bye. bye everybody bye